podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Hello. Well, welcome to episode ten. Well, isn't this a milestone? Well, yeah, it is actually. I think that's quite an achievement. I kept it going for ten episodes, and I think I'll take slow and steady steps. Probably you're slurring your words. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just had this quite early in the morning, and I just had a cigarette, and it did not go down well. And I just sicked up my Weetabix. Yeah. So, hello, welcome to episode ten. What problem down there as well? It's not right. I've been eating Weebix with my vagina. So, hello. Where have you been? What have you been up to, Harriet? Well, spent the weekend in Bristol. Fucking hell. Because my boyfriend had never been to Bristol. And he was coming with me. So I thought, do you know what? I'll get us a nice place to stay. And, well, as well. Because I thought, I'll get a nice one a bit out of the way. Because, well, we can still walk in. And uh, he said, because my boyfriend's a fairly new driver. And, well, it would panic me. All the main roads round the and cities he doesn't know or whatever and it's such a ball like expensive to, to park so I said well I'll get a hotel free parking just on the outskirts and it made out that this hotel was like this so it's called the Arnos Manor Hotel don't you think that's like a proper manor in the countryside oh no it's by a fucking KFC and a McDonald's on the A roads well by busy roads actually it's very noisy and Fucking hell, man. I've never known anything like it for the price. And, right, is this normal? So we get there, and then she said the price of what it was, but then she put she's put an extra 20 quid on. And I was like, well, what's that for? And she goes, oh, that's for if you want breakfast and drinks. What the fuck are you on about? If I want breakfast and drinks, I'll get breakfast and drinks. Why are you putting an extra £20 on? And then she's like... Being arsy with me for asking questions about it. I don't think that's there's anything wrong with it. And then she'd, well, she'd already pissed me off because we've arrived. She's on the phone, a social call, may I add, because she's calling whoever it is, Angel, and then she says something about shit. So it's not fucking work-related, is it? And then, and I don't care if you're on the phone, you know, if you're a receptionist at a hotel or whatever, just go, sorry, just one minute. Did she do that? No. She just looked up like we were pieces of shit and then kept chatting on the phone, laughing and that with the person. I'm like, are you fucking high? Marta, she's called. She can fuck off. I don't even care saying her name. That's the sort of rebel I am. Oh, and then, so then she's being all arsy with me about the, oh, and then this guy comes in and uh, when she's chatting to me about this £20 business and she's like, sorry, just one minute. And then looks at me as if I'm being annoying. And it's like, oh, she can say to him, "It's it's just one minute. And then she was like laughing at my boyfriend and I thought, oh, I get this. You like the bloody cock, don't you? And then, this might be very wrong to say this, but you know, because you know I've told you about my visions where I I feel I've got this superpower where I can look into someone's eyes and I can see their soul and I see if they're a good person or a bad person. Yes, that may sound mad, but I'm sticking with it. So, like it or lump it, really. Don't switch off. Please don't switch off. Um... So I looked in her eyes and I thought, well, yes, you're the sort of person that fucks people's husbands. 
And that's like why I was in it. I don't really care. Fucking Marta. Fucking 0121 do one, you little shithead. So, so excited because the the baths in this manner, they come with um, buttons on the side so, so you can make your bath into like a whirlpool and that. So excited. That was like the reason they got it. I thought it'd be really nice. Get in after a long drive because Bristol is like, Bristol from, from Manchester is like three and a half hours. It's a long way. So, getting getting this bath, two little tiny bubbles come up and then it stops. Tapping the other buttons, nothing. So then Marvin goes downstairs and goes, excuse me, I think there's something wrong with the bath. How do you get it to work? She goes, oh, you need to ring head office. No, you need to email head office. The fuck are you on about? Marta is forgetting. I stay in hotels very regularly. Like, you don't, you have on-site maintenance, especially if it's a fucking manor, email head office. And did she give him the email for head office? Did she fuck? Stupid fucking cunt. So then that wasn't working. There were so many stains on the floor. The rooms were massive, though. That was good. But massive is not good with a load of shit, is it? And then there's all, like, water marks on the ceiling, pube in the bath. Uh, what else was that? Oh, so the bed was massive, and then when I got in it, I thought, wait a minute, something doesn't align properly here. It's only like a single, like two single beds pushed together, and then like another single bed on on the end, like fucking Tetris of the bed world. And then oh, I just feel like there's so much. The television was massive. That was good. What else happened? Oh yeah, the bathroom there was like tiles coming off, and and this place was expensive. And then they put this extra twenty pounds. So then that was that. It was what it was. And then the next day we're going for. Oh, I feel like I've missed something out. Oh, the noise in the night was fucking mental. Although the noise didn't help with my boyfriend and his fucking toothache. Oh, and he makes this like because he's so he's trying to get like cold air to his tooth. So he's constantly like. <laughs> Sounding like that thing that they do to you in the dentist, where they like, like dry your mouth out. Dry your mouth out. And then he's yeah. So then he was swimming his mouth out with cold water like every one point five seconds, and then I'd be getting ready to go on stage and drink all my water, and I'd want to slap him upside the head because then I'd be like in my head, oh god, I can't, I can't speak anymore because my mouth's so dry. So yeah, so there's all of that, and then the next day, go to breakfast. There's no tea or coffee. What? That's like the ultimate breakfast. Like, if you're gonna aim low, just get them covered. So like, to be fair, I said there's no tea or coffee. Then they went and gone. But who just doesn't have any tea or coffee? And then there was like fried breakfast stuff. All that went ran out. No one's got any more. No one was getting any more. It's just like, oh my fucking Christ. They should do the best breakfast. Do the one where, well, you get coffee and tea automatically. Oh, really? Are you being a diva? No. I just, I want to get what I pay for. That's all. This would, like, if I was paying £30 for this hotel, I'd be like, do you know what? It's £30. This one is like double the price. It's just, it just should be better. And then I read the reviews and said how nice the staff are. The staff are fucking bumper clots. Honestly, the whole thing did my head in. Although the croissants were delicious. Really fresh. Fresh and warm. So that I want 
like it's all very good giving shit reviews and that but how do you get your money back or do you are you supposed to do that while you're there i was not talking to marta can't fucking stand the bitch right so good news i read this thing that there's this company in manchester called invasion it looked actually by it's in salford and my old agent was based in i think it's salford the sharp project and it's like really trendy in there and you can make you know offices like your own and that so I don't know whether it might have been there, this company. Anyway, they're supposed to be the best company to work for in the country. The guy just the guy just takes you to, like, Vegas, Amsterdam, and then one day decided to just fill the office with those little plastic balls to make it a, a ball pool. So it was a quarter of a million balls he put in his office. I was thinking, well, sometimes I'll sit in my bed and do some work, and I'll spend about ten minutes looking for my pen. Imagine that in a ball pool very difficult and it was just the never apparently people love working for him that much see this i i am doubtful people love working for him that much they've had the logo of his company tattooed on their person i mean really it's called invasion but then it just this i can sound like such a cunt but it just screams man that has no friends that is trying to do everything to have friends. Like, you should see the photos of him and them on holiday. And it's like, he's blatantly thinking, well, it was them or my mum. <laughs> no, I get to show what it's nice. But I just, because he's like, oh, I want it. Like, if work's fun, you never have to work a day in your life. And I get all that. That's nice. But my work's really fun. And it still works sometimes. I feel like when you're so nice... See, I'm lucky because I don't have a boss per se. But, well, I'm my own boss, I guess. That's that's probably why your career's not going as well as it should be, Harriet. All right, settle paddle. Yeah, but when, when you're a boss and you're... I find it, it's like when I was a teacher, I'd get on really well with the kids because I have the mental capacity of a two-year-old. And then, but then it was always hard to then enforce discipline because you can't really go from nicey nicey to because the, they're just they're just like oh what, what are you doing this isn't you and then they just don't really so that's what i assume would be like in the workplace but then who am i to say i'm sure it's maybe you're just a bit jealous because you did think oh i wonder if there's any jobs yeah, i have a job but it was do you know what it is sometimes i do miss structure but i guess it's hardly the most structural working in a ball pool is it i look for these good news <laughs> I look for these good news articles, and then often on some site, on like on the side, right on the side, there'll be scrolling down. There'll be other news things that have happened. Jesus fucking Christ! This guy, David Galloway, has just been uh, sentenced to twelve months, which I don't think is that much, actually. For aiding and betting his girlfriends to have sex with three different breeds of dog. Like, what the fuck? Like, how does that come into conversation? That's just... Alright, why are you trying to visualise a dog's dick? Well, I am, to be honest. I just don't know how it... Aren't they, like, really small and spiky? I don't think the dick... Yeah, I know, but... Just, like, the logistics of it all as well, like... Oh, it's just fucked. I, mean, I don't think the, the dick is the problem in the situation, I know. No, you're right. 
and then but that this is what makes this article even sadder is that they've they've ne- so they've named the three different types of dog and what their name is so the woman's had sex with three different breeds of dog a St Bernard called Oscar a black labrador called Badger and an Alsatian called Rocky ah oh, jesus Here's one for you. Like, this, I'm just, like, this is fucked up what I'm about to say. But, you know when dogs can go, you go sit and they know what you do and then they'll sit or whatever. If you in court could show that your dog, so say if you said to the dog, would you like a biscuit? And the dog went, Row, and that was yes. Could you, in, what I'm saying is, could you in court somehow prove that the dog was up for it? That it was consensual? Because is that the problem? Or can you not... Are you just not allowed to shag dogs? No, I think... <laughs> Harriet, that's bestiality. You're not allowed to shag a dog. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, what if a dog has fancied you for, like, three years, probably been putting in the legwork, and then... and then now has essentially lost their masters when it was up for it in the first place? I mean, I think... I think you're being mad. No, I don't believe any of this. I'm just playing the devil's avocado. You get me. So yeah, but this is the guy was fucked up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm saying. I'm not doubting for one minute that the guy's fucked up because the guy. I wonder if it's a gateway, something to do with dogs, because the guy also has twelve thousand images of kids, like horrible images, and then a hundred and ninety-one images of his girlfriend with the dogs. I think they sort of said it like, oh, it's a sex party that they watched doggy porn, got a taste for it. I mean, how do you even, like, it's just mad, isn't it, what people find sexually exciting. And then it, it's just, isn't it, their lives, it's fucking humiliating as fuck as well. For them, for the dogs, for everyone involved. And then I wonder whether the, didn't really say much of whether the girlfriend whether the girlfriend sort of went along with it because of him or whether she wanted to do it but she's been given 12 months like community service hopefully not a dog sanctuary is it thing dog sanctuary dog home dog home fuck you now i used to have this bit about not about bestiality absolutely not i used to have this bit about um I have the housemate, and what I used to do was wait till she was at work. Then I'd go to a dog's home, borrow a dog for a day to give it a bit of hope, but not too much. And then I'd bring it around my house, dress it up in my clothes, and then when my housemate come home, I'd hide behind the sofa, push the dog forward, and from behind the sofa, I'd shout, "Help! I've turned into a dog!" And I love that bit, but no one else did. I remember once I did it in Brighton. Brighton's a very camp and colourful and wonderful place. And a lot of these people um, own dogs, as it would happen. Because I've did... So I've done a set about drugs, about drink, about this, about that. And, like, all that went brilliantly. And then I've done that bit about borrow a dog for a day so to give it a bit of hope, but not too much. And they fucking booed me! They booed me! And I was like, bloody hell, Brighton! Jesus. Well, best not do my bit about bloody Oscar the St. Bernard, Badger the Black Labrador, and Rocky the Alsatian then, should I? <laughs> I wonder as well, like, if 
oh, I'm being serious. Like, like, I wonder with stuff like that, what animals' capacities are of, like, how much they feel and stuff. I wonder, obviously, dogs don't really have counseling and stuff, but I wonder if things like that are really traumatic for a dog. So, you know, might have to, like, how would you... Because I know with Paul O'Grady's for the love of dogs... The, uh, well, in Battersea Dogs Home, the staff there are wonderful. So maybe they're just, maybe you just have to do exercises for dogs to learn to trust again. Because maybe they won't, but maybe they don't have the capacity to, to know or stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know whether dogs are just like, I'm hungry, I'm this or that. But dogs seem more like, what's the word, than cats. Um, Human. Well, maybe that's why people are trying to fucking shag them. Jesus Christ, right. Ah, oh, so this there's this Instagram. In fact, I'm going to follow this Instagram account at the moment I get off here called Make Daisy Chains. And it's and they're doing pictures called Boring Self-Care. And it's like, for mental, well, it's for Mental Health Awareness Week. It's for, to help with mental health. And do you know what? I think this is brilliant because a lot of, you know that whole, oh, well, just get on with it or whatever that people say when people have got mental health problems, but, which is just ridiculous, but, so they're doing little things like, I picked my underwear off the floor and I went, I left the house and stuff like that. And that's brilliant because I think, too, when you've got mental health problems, you often just think, oh, I should be doing this and I should be doing that and you think too broadly, so then you're not really just immediately just getting yourself out of the house or whatever because you're too overwhelmed by the big things that need to be done i've done it loads of times and then just making like a little list or something can can really help it's like you know when people were going down this fucking pokemon go and stuff like that well i was chatting to someone that had really bad mental health problems and she was saying it was just brilliant just for getting her out of the house going on little walks and stuff and so I think when we're quick to slag off these little phases and stuff, that some of them are actually doing people the world of good. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to follow this uh, Make Daisy Chains and I'm going to do some of the things someday. Because you do just... Often lie there thinking why. So, oh, I've had uh, my boyfriend's fucking tooth, right? See, the thing is, <laughs> it's so like a gun But... With him, I never know whether he's being a pussy or whether he's in absolute pain because of the dramatics that have come with this tooth problem. I mean, I, it's been since I can remember now, and he's gone. He's actually gone to the dentist now, and I hope to the heavens that because he's got two teeth that are the problems. If he goes to the dentist and they go, they go. Oh, we can only remove one this time. I think I'm gonna go. I I don't know. I think I'm just gonna go home base and fucking smash it out with a mallet. Then surely they won't do that. Like, if someone had all their front teeth kicked out, surely the dentist wouldn't go, you, you come back every day, we'll do one at a time. Although, come to think of it, I had... No, you had wisdom tooth out, and then the next day, you had your front tooth... Yeah, they didn't do it in a row. Oh, God. Thank God you didn't tell Marvin that before he left. Oh, I just don't... It's awful, though, isn't it? Just to see someone you love in pain, he's just in so much pain... And I just don't know what to do. And then I, I don't know, I probably don't help a lot of the time. I would make everything a joke. But then he's, the, how he's carrying on, he's, he's quite funny. He doesn't marry me, okay. 
So yeah, so so anyway, that brings us on to this one. So 150 refugees are finally given dental care for free. So that's great. So 30 different Montreal dentists and hygienists have sorted out these refugees. Because as well, imagine if you finally come over for a better life and then you've got like the worst toothache and then you can't because because Marvin was in so much pain at the weekend. We were gonna we looked at and looked at um. The 24-hour dentist, obviously, it's private, isn't it? And then they go, right, so it's £40 to tell you what's wrong with your tooth. And then on top of that is all the stuff that needs to be done. And mother was like, I can tell you what's wrong with my tooth. It's this tooth and it's that tooth. And they're like, yeah, but it's just like, ah, oh, everyone just wants money for, for nothing these days. You should just be able to, like, you know what's wrong with you. Unless you, like... I don't know, unless you've got... Oh, God, did I see that somewhere? Someone had, like, maggots living in their teeth. The fuck was that on? Yeah, but unless you've got maggots in your teeth, I mean, you ain't going to know what's up in there. But I think that should be the rule. Maggots in your teeth, come on in, pay £40. No maggots in your teeth, come on in for free. We'll tell you what the matter is, and then and then we'll charge you on what, what needs to be... Yeah, they just charge you extra to make up for the consoles. Oh, the world is a fucking... You can't do nothing for, like... Because so many people don't earn that much money, we're just kept, like, living these lives and can't really excel and do a lot of things and get out and do this and do that because we just don't have the money. I feel like that's what they want. That's what they all want. People are saying that if Corbyn gets into power this election, that we're going to go back to the 70s. Hell Yes. Take me back to the 70s. I'd fucking love that. Oh, and do you not think fox hunting is is that... Oh, that's that's the way forward, is it? Fucking get me back to the 70s. Fucking Theresa Met. What a fucking tit weasel. Oh, and this one's nice. I'll tell you this as well. Did I finish the one? Oh, yeah, I sort of did. You sort of don't really cover much of this in there, do you? Basically, 200 Jewish gravestone graveyards grave not just graves are it 200 jewish gruish 200 jewish graves in saint louis is it saint louis or saint louis saint louis saint louis is it it confuses me because louis walsh is spelled l-o-u-i-s and that's louis but then and as is Louis Theroux, it's about like that. But then if you're called Lewis, I know how it, that's L-E-W-I-S usually. Yeah, so that's that. So yeah, so 200 Jewish graves in St. Louis have been vandalised, like kicked over, like proper snapped and stuff like that. And then um, a group of Muslims in Missouri have raised thousands to get them all sorted and restored again. And they've said... Uh, the quote that they've given is, every person deserves to rest in peace. Don't you think that's lovely? See, when these things happen, like horrible crimes, and then like, oh, it's terrorists, oh, it's all the Muslims, it's always all the Muslims. No, anyone can be a cunt, don't matter where you're from. I just love it when things like this happen, well, not, you know, not graves, I don't love it when graves are destroyed. Just love it when... People do remarkable things against what 
people with prejudice would think of them. I just think it's just important to stick together. And they're right. Every person does deserve to rest in peace. Who the fuck is destroying someone's gravestone? It's just the lowest of the low. I'm trying to think, in fact, whether it's as low. Because I think the lowest thing is spitting in someone's face. My friend's boyfriend, well, now husband, was pissed once on a night out, fucking arguing with me, fucking spat in my face. I'd rather he punch me in the face. I just think it's so disgusting. I swear it's illegal in America. I swear, because didn't, I swear Sharon Osbourne, apparently, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, spat in someone's face and then she got cautioned because it's a, yeah, it's a criminal offence. should be a criminal defence. Defence? Offence. It's the lowest of the low. What would you rather, if someone pissed on your head or spat on your head? Spat on my head, yeah. I think I've got heavy wee as well because every time I go to the toilet, in public toilets, often, Harriet, every time and often, you're contradicting yourself. Yeah, because I'm trying to sound less like a grubby bitch. Often, when I go to the toilet, in a public toilet, my toilet roll doesn't go down the toilet. And I think that's because my wee's heavy and it's holding it down. And then when I used to work in a super dry shop, this guy once said, this guy Popey goes, do you know what, there's a girl that goes to the toilet and she is the loudest weir. She sounds like a horse. And I knew full well that he was on about me. I think I'll leave you there. That's as good a place as any, isn't it? Um, Keep listening. I'm having some great feedback. <laughs> yep, tell your friends. Like, leave a review, that'd be nice. That'd be really nice. Get in touch. Don't worry, bipolar happy at gmail.com. What it is, nephew. Thank you oh so much. Fairly well. Episode 10 Butchers. was my podcast my podcast thanks for listening download share tell your pal at the shop don't worry bye happy my podcast my podcast